the name Fisker. Mm-hmm. One that's simultaneously old and new, depending on who you ask. Right. They were responsible for the Fisker karma mm-hmm. in 2012. I think even a little right? earlier. Around they went head-to-head against the Model S. Yeah. At the time being one of the first luxury electric vehicles. It was a plug-in hybrid Yep. with a solar panel roof and was known for being pretty cool for its time. Pretty cool. You know, famous uh, designer. company went under. Yeah, Henrik Fisker, the CEO, is a very famous designer. He's responsible for a lot of cars. BMW Z8, like the, uh, Austin Martin here and there. You know, a yacht, apparently, I think. He's been well. around. Yeah. He's been around. But the, and uh, that company went under. Yep. There was, there was a little bit of issues. With uh, battery supplies? The molds themselves were sold to another company, and the car itself still lives today. The Fisker Karma is just now branded the Karma Rivero. Rivero. Still a plug-in hybrid, still has a solar panel roof, has mm-hmm. the same design concept. It's obviously been updated a bit. Mm-hmm. But Henrik Fisker didn't really give up. He went ahead and built a second company. Mm-hmm. Or re... re- He's... Re- he basically sold everything off except the name. So this new company still called Fisker. Mm-hmm. It's been around since a few years now. We've been we've been hearing about it. Twenty sixteen. They initially wanted to build a luxury sports car, fully electric, the mm-hmm. Fisker E Motion. Mm-hmm. Four hundred mile range. Zero to sixty less than three seconds, which at the time was. Pretty impressive. It still is impressive today, but I know we have a lot of sub 2.5s out there now. Solid state battery. Yep, solid state battery. It was supposed to come out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never saw it. Nope. And then it was supposed to come out 2019. We never saw it. Nope. Here we are, 2020. I still don't see it. <laughs> um, solid state batteries, which is something that's currently non-existent in production vehicles. Yep. It would allow range like 400 miles to be achieved Mm -hmm. even though it's being achieved now without solid state but again this was a few years back before battery technology has advanced the amount that it had now Henrik Fisker decided that the future was solid state battery and put a lot of focus in his company on developing solid state technology as far as I know it didn't really get anywhere because like the emotion haven't heard of it it's just gone disappeared have not been brought up in at least last year possibly working in the utmost secrecy for all we know i don't know one of the other projects the fisker orbit Mm -hmm. which was a fully autonomous shuttle meant for private properties like college campuses parks just a to b shuttles Mm -hmm. like set routes Mm -hmm. which is very not easy to do but it's a lot easier to do than fully self-driving cars on city streets right so it was realistic uh we also have not seen the fisker orbit <laughs> in in a few years now <laughs> yeah yeah enough. not off to a good start and uh the the most recent reveal which is project number what four now thereabouts the Fisker Ocean, a sub-$40,000 car mm-hmm. 
which is considered as an affordable car. Right. Mass produced. Yeah. With some decent specs, at least for the time that it was initially revealed, a minimum of 250 miles. Mm-hmm. A maximum of 0 to 60 of 2.9 seconds. Mm-hmm. The car itself is a crossover that looks pretty nice. Yeah. And they have, what, what's the California mode? That's the name of it. Oh, it's a man. proprietary California mode. Henrik loves talking about California mode. All the windows simply go put, down. California, yep. <laughs> simply put, it just makes all the windows go down with one button. Except the windshield, of course. Except the windshield. Includes the, the rear bearer and the roof, so. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like he's more enthusiastic about it than I would expect anyone to be <laughs> enthusiastic, but, you know... You do you. you Got to be enthusiastic about something. This car doesn't really exist yet. They've built a prototype. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a drivable prototype, but doesn't meet specs at all. Right. And that—that's really where we stand with Fisker. After that, they decided to go public. They felt that they had enough to go public. They did so. They currently have like a billion dollars cash on hand. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, some of these projects will be will be met, but. Apart from the Fisker Ocean, it seems like the other three projects are kind of dead. We haven't heard of them at all. The primary focus has been the mass production of the of the Fisker Ocean, right? Which 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 was originally said to do four hundred thousand cars a year, which many found ridiculous. And that number has also, like the Orbit and the Emotion and Solid State Battery, have disappeared from the media. <laughs> I the new expectations are closer to like forty thousand a year. If that current deposits or reservations sit just under 10,000. It's been about a year since they've opened up reservations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't know whether to take that as impressive or not. All things considered, Cybertruck, I know, hard comparison to make, but did 200,000 within 48 hours. True, but Fisker doesn't have anywhere near the brand recognition to the average consumer that Tesla has. Yeah. Prior to them going public, they really had no money. They really had no plans. It was like, you know, small startup. Mm-hmm. But now, out of nowhere, they have everything they need to succeed. They've secured a partnership with Magna, mm-hmm. which is, Dennis, walk them through it. <laughs> so, so basically, if you're trying to get someone to build a car uh, and you don't want to do it, and you can't convince uh, any other established automaker to create your car for you. This is about the next best thing you can get. Uh, Magna has established, I don't even really know how to describe them, uh, uh, an auto builder, but they don't make any of their own cars. So they are basically just contracted out by existing OEMs to just build their cars for them. So currently, they produce cars such as the Mercedes class, uh, Mercedes G-Class, BMW 5 Series, the BMW Z4, the Toyota Supra, the Jaguar E-Pace, and the Jaguar I-Pace. So uh, Magna does have experience with producing electric cars on their own, as they've been producing the I-Pace for at least the past two years. So uh, it's a pretty solid uh, partnership, in, in, in my opinion, for Fisker to go with someone of their caliber. So this car quickly went from something that was very very easy to be skeptical at with mm-hmm. no production plans no manufacturing plants nowhere to build the car or the money to do so to something that is very feasible now mm-hmm. 
one thing that hasn't disappeared with the other stuff is their ambitious leasing plan. Oh, yeah. They look to change the world in terms of car sales. Uh, I don't know what the exact number is. Something like 400 or $500 a month. I think a very low amount, very reasonable amount. Get you 30,000 uh, miles a year. A lease with 30,000 miles a year, no commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want it one month, you want it 10 months. You want it 10 years, you can make it happen. Obviously, all done through an app because it's 2020. But uh, it's. Uh... I think originally the the ocean was meant to come out in 2021. I could be wrong, but now they're pushing for 2022. Again, very realistic. Now it wasn't really realistic back then. I mean, it was very again easy to look at with skepticism. Well, but now with this Magna partnership, mm-hmm. everything seems within reach. Mm-hmm. It does look like this car will hit the roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magna themselves does have an EV platform. I believe this is being built on their EV platform, correct? I'm pretty sure. Yes. So, so a lot of the questions have been answered. Mm-hmm. I fully believe to see this car on the road. I hope so. Well, I don't blame people who still remain skeptical given the initial track record of, you know, where's the emotion, where's my solid state batteries, where's the orbit. And even if you don't want to put blame on Fisker's initial uh, bankruptcy directly on him or them, the company, and instead blame it on their, you know, inadequate battery supply or whatever, people just will still remember as like, oh, yeah, didn't Fisker go bankrupt already? So uh, I feel like there's still a healthy amount of skepticism coming towards uh, the ocean as a whole, even though, like you said, it's it's doing a lot of good things. Price is actually pretty good because it's 37. It's a start of 37,000 before any sort of EV tax credit. So if you put the federal tax credit, the full amount that comes out to a thirty thousand dollar car with 250 to 300 miles looks pretty decent, uh, has a. You know, and, uh, and if you're not buying it outright, it has a very interesting and flexible lease plan. It has a lot of things going for it, but I still, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, 2022 is still a ways away, so we're not at the home stretch yet, even though uh, they're riding high on their new listing and newfound money. But uh, this is definitely has the most uh, amount of legitimacy I have seen from any of their... Uh, previously announced projects we've seen something similar from another company nicola company that just releases a bunch of new projects Mm -hmm. but then they kind of just fade off into existence nicola wave nicola nct rkt whatever (laughs) their names are reckless obviously the intention is to grow hype and get people talking about the company so that way they can get funding and investors Mm -hmm. and whatnot Mm -hmm. do you think this is a case of that working or is the orbit emotion and all that actual things they're working on still uh this is one of those cases where i feel like again they had the intention and either came up with they don't have enough money they don't have enough manpower or the technology still isn't there yet i don't think it's to the extent that uh nicola was because i'm pretty sure i remember when we saw nicola initially 
uh, they had like six or seven projects announced right then and there. At least with Fisker, it's it, it's been kind of like drip fed of okay, here's the emotion, and then it's gonna use solid state, and then here's the orbit. But it was kind of spaced out, so it doesn't look like a like a kamikaze attack of products. So I think it's a more uh, subdued uh, strategy. But I don't think those. Uh, going back to your question, I don't think those projects really built up that much hype, to be honest with you, because I don't think. I almost think no one knows what an orbit is, if I'm being honest with you. And I only think that people will know the emotion only if they were into electric cars back in 2016, 2017, 2018. So I don't really think those previous projects contributed to a lot of hype uh, in, in Fisker's current form. I just think that it was the fact that it's another electric car company and Fisker's, you know, obviously not Elon Musk level, nowhere near uh, in terms of like popularity, but people know of his designs. People have looked at his work and appreciate the cars he designs. So they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. So that's where I feel on on that stance. Well, just, just because it didn't work doesn't mean it wasn't the intent. Okay, that's fair. But I don't know. This, this is this is another case of a company that really wouldn't be in the news if they didn't go public, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. If they, if they didn't go public, they wouldn't have had this magnet deal, where we would have still been hearing about the ocean at the same scale we were hearing about it last year. They would have probably only reached this hype only like the month or so before the car actually released, when there was an actual finished product. Then there might have been think- this amount of hype if they were private. Do you think these 10,000 reservations are impressive? Hmm. What do we have them to compare with? I mean, when we live in the world of Tesla's constantly rising uh, amount of cars they sell every single quarter, it kind of really skews your expectations. Uh, so is it, I feel like yes and no. For a $40,000 car, it's probably not that impressive considering you want this to be a mass market car um but at the same time once again fisker in its current form is unproven and i feel like fisker is still associated as a luxury brand so you know the 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 common person doesn't want to even look at fisker or even dares to look at the price because they just assume that the car is going to be expensive do you do you think fisker is a name that the majority of people know no no do you think more people know about them now than they did with the original fisker karma do you think they've surpassed their previous legacy mm. keep in mind the karma was mainstream with people like justin bieber driving them around town yeah i don't think so mostly because you know at, at that point fisker had a car on the road so even you know regular people would be like, oh what what's uh what's that is that a model s <laughs> no grandpa it's a Fisker. Uh, while while now it's you know they don't have anything on the road, so unless you and are, they're more successful now, <laughs> right? So uh, so unless you're deep into either electric cars or you're deep into stocks, uh, you probably are not well versed in 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 Fisker in its current form. So there's still a lot to do in terms of marketing this vehicle because they do have to escape this little financial bubble. 
Oh yeah. Because uh, I, especially being a new name, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people who are going to change from a Tesla to a Fisker. Yeah. They really do need to reach a new audience. They have no dealerships. They don't have a constant steady supply of people knocking on their doors. I mean, I think the price point is definitely going to help them out if they can achieve it, obviously. This is all big ifs. If the car is made, if the car is delivered with the promised specs, if the car is delivered at the promised price. But a $30,000 car after tax credit is a, it's a pretty good deal. Starting. I mean, yeah, starting, so starting, starting, starting. Yes, correct. That 2.9 second one isn't going to be the starting by by no means. But still, you know, an electric car at 30 grand, uh, you can at the very least tell consumers that you are cheaper than a Tesla. Assuming they don't, the Model 3 doesn't drop uh, aggressively in the next two years. So, I mean, well, that, that's as definitely a crossover, an As a crossover, this is competing with the Model Y. Yeah. The Mustang Mach E, mm-hmm. Jaguar I Pace, uh, E-Tron, possibly Hyundai Kona, E-Tron, iX3, BMW. Where does where does it fit in that lineup for you? As obviously we don't know interior quality, <clears throat> we don't know full on specs. So just on the design design standpoint, where are you putting this on the tier list of electric crossovers? Uh I'm putting it. Uh, I'm I'm putting either. Either one or two. Who's number one? Or number two, I should say. Uh, uh, Maki might be one or two. So this is ahead of the Model Y. You heard it here Yeah, first. yeah, I said my, it. I said my it. boy Dennis. Don't at me. Hates the Tesla I said Model it. Y. <laughs> <laughs> at EVBite on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, obviously a lot of it has to play with the fact that we have seen Tesla become one of the most, I mean, they're not commonplace, so obviously, but there's so many yeah, of them it's, now. It's just a common So car. I see a Model Y and it's very close to a Model 3. And it's and like, I'm almost, Model 3 yeah, and it's close to a Model, to a Model S. S. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like I've been seeing the same car more or less for the past eight years. So obviously I'm like, ah, it's not. It's grown still. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm like, ah, I need some, I need some color, color in my life. I need I need the next new hotness, and you know, Maki looking good. It makes it it makes these new EVs coming out exciting. Ocean look good because it's yeah. something fresh. Exactly. So there's a lot of people that will take the fresher look over the range, especially if you don't need it. A mm-hmm. lot of these new EVs don't have the range competing with the Model Y, like nowhere near. Mm-hmm. This Fiskars starts at two fifty is the minimum that they want. Mm-hmm. The Mustang Maki is sub 300 as well right yeah 210 on the lowest one and up to 300 there's a lot of people who will who don't need the range and will prefer the better looking car and maybe the Maki isn't the best looking car maybe the fisker emotion isn't the best looking car maybe it is the model y maybe if tesla had released this car today rather than 10 years ago <laughs> it, it'd be different but as it stands you know it, it's it's grown stale yeah I feel like I see really the only uh, place where you can kind of knock some points against Tesla is the fact that the cars have looked more or less the same. The interior has more or less looked the same. So I would hope that Fisk, uh, that Henrik Fisker can utilize... A great designer. Yes, his, his 
decades of design experience to really kind of hammer in on that one weak point that 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 he can he can hammer against Tesla and design a car that people look at and be like, "Damn, that looks pretty good." What is that? It really is one of their only advantages. They so, don't have the specs. They don't have the performance. They don't have the technology. They have his looks. They they really have to sell looks here. Price is kind of there, and I don't want to discount the the unique uh, leasing system either. So, um, but I just uh, might be like I, a I, too I, technical or a sell. Have I for some reason have more hope in them actually producing this car than I do that leasing agreement? Yeah, that, that's a little ambitious. Yeah, I hope to see it. At four hundred dollars a month, I might have to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> might might just need a road trip car. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird to say something like that, but yeah, rent a car for a whole month, uh, a, a Fisker, and then just go on a road trip. So. I, I I truly hope this. There, there's a lot of companies making these statements of wanting to move in this direction mm-hmm. for years now. No one's actually done it. And I do hope that we see it one day one day someone's gonna have to bite the bullet because i can't really see it being profitable <laughs> if it's fisker that could also be their you know and that the could be their claim to fame to the top yep so like like always no it's service just, yet right yeah a lot of unanswered questions still so like always it's, there's it's, a partnership in place so it's, it's a waiting they are, game they are further ahead than the nicola badger <laughs> As is everyone else, and we shall end it there. <laughs> Relegated to the sidebar of their own site. Badger is on the death row. Uh, but yes, we will keep on looking at Fisker, and I hope uh, 2021 doesn't come around, and I have to look at my boy Gio and be like, so what happened to the ocean? I hope... Uh, <laughs> and then I bring up the rest of the missing products. <laughs> and then Henrik announces yet another car that will not be made. <laughs> Yes, wait and see. Hopefully this is the one. Hopefully, hopefully, this is hopefully. The one. fingers crossed. And hopefully the emotion is reborn, because I'd still love to see it. And the orbit was also a fantastic idea, which I hope to one day see. Solid state battery? I don't know, because, you know, back in the day when they were working on it, they were saying 400 miles of range is going to change the world, but now we already have 400 miles of range, so do we need it? I don't know. Henrik, please. <laughs>